Well, hello, and welcome to our podcast. You're listening to Gay Culture Is, an LGBTQ plus podcast where we talk about everything that's gay. I'm Tyler. And I'm Richard. And we want to talk to you about how gay culture is camp. In camping. Camping. Okay. So this week we're going to talk about camping because summer has started, at least officially, unofficially. I don't even know when summer starts. And we went camping this weekend. And we went camping this weekend because it's Father's Day and apparently that's what my family likes to do because I feel like we go camping every Father's Day. Well, your parents have a camper and they go camping quite a bit throughout the summer. That is true. And this is usually just the first time that we're able to go, I think. Right. Well, I think this is probably my parents' third time camping this year so far. Yeah, but is I'm saying this right? is the, like, the first time we're able to right. partake in the right. camping adventures. So there's a lot of fun that goes along with camping, and I think yeah, it's... Yeah, like setting up the tent. No, you, first you got to pack everything. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pack. really fun. No, no, this is, the, this is the interesting thing that I always felt like... We're master packers, by the way. I We are master packers, because my parents uh, always... Giggle. Say, no, seriously. <laughs> they are... No, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. They, 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 they think it takes a lot to pack, and it really doesn't. Well, they're very dramatic about They're it. very dramatic they're very about dramatic packing. about packing, and about how much they have to pack, and it just is this whole process, and I'm like, pack... I just look at packing as, it's really quick. You just get yourself organized, and put your shit in bags. Right. And in various totes right. and whatever. So growing up, I, I love to go camping. If you know me very well, camping is one of the... It's a very fun activity that I like to, I like to enjoy. Yeah. At campgrounds or like you went hiking and I go hiking on the Appalachian Trail. Trail. You yeah. know, just things like that. It's I really love doing it. Backpacking and all of that. It's really fun. Um, our dog's over here in the corner making noises. Um, no, she doesn't do that. Sabby loves you? to camp. Um in her air-conditioned camper that my <laughs> that the grandparents she sleeps have. in the tent with us um yes yeah, so we kind of do all kinds of camping from rv camping to tent camping to backpack camping just depending on what kind of mood we're feeling in uh-huh. and on that weekend so anyway i was going back to packing so when we were young and we've and we've done this too my, my parents make a big ordeal about packing for anything, like they Very have dramatic. to have days to to pack to, pack, to, like, we're going to mentally to, prepare. Right, we're first. going to Disney and on Wednesday morning. We're, and today is when we're recording. This is Sunday, and we're going to Disney on Wednesday. My mother has been panicking about can't, uh, packing for this trip mm. for at least a week and a half. Yeah, like I've got to pack. I'm packing right now. But she's not. She's still I've cleared hasn't my started. schedule to pack. And yeah. this is two weeks ago. Right, and she still hasn't started. She still hasn't started. Because she's like, I gotta get all this stuff. I gotta get this stuff. I understand it though, and this part of the, I think to her, like packing is like the getting organized part is is part of packing. Whereas I see packing as putting the stuff into the bag after right. you're already organized. Right after you're already organized, and I think that's what it is because you do have to know what you need in order to pack. You do. But, I mean, by her, you know, definition, I've been packing for weeks. Right. Because I've been getting all, I mean, I have been. Right. Getting all my stuff together that we're taking and all the stuff I'm going to have for everybody and all of our trading pins well, and whatnot. Well, like you just make a list. It's really simple. So, you make a list and then you can go and get those things. Right. But when we packed for camping, we did it pretty quickly. I think we packed in 10 Because minutes. you have all of our camping stuff I have all of my packing together stuff already. already. It's already, it's ready to go. I can be totes that are labeled. I can be ready to pack. I can be ready to go Our camping. Our tent is in a trash can with a lid that we take around with in us. In probably 10 minutes. Give me 10 minutes, I'm ready to go camping. I at mean, any given time. Yeah, like we just throw, get some clothes. The only thing I don't have necessarily is, is food to take to yeah, go camping. Yeah, clothes and snacks. Yeah. It's what yeah. we like have to, when, we're, when we decide to go camping, that's pretty much all we have to do. Right. All the camping stuff is packed, sleeping bags, tent, all that stuff, and it's, you just put it in the car. Yeah, it's ready to go. So. Anyway, so, and you have to think about all the things that you need. So, and it varies depending on how what kind of camping you're doing so like camping with an rv i feel like you still have to have you know got to make sure your battery's charged have to have the propane in your tank mm-hmm. um got to make sure everything's just set up and already clean mm-hmm. and there is a lot to that um more so than i think i would like to deal with uh, we don't tyler and i do not own 
an RV. We would like to one day. That's something that we're looking to purchase in the future. Yeah. Uh, but my Maybe parents do. Maybe a pop-up do. camper or Maybe something. Maybe a pop-up camper. Something but... small. We don't need a 30-foot camper like my parents have. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that I like about camping is that it is so simple and brings you back to things being so simplistic. and As, well, we'll get to well, that. Well, we took a, I mean. It depends on what kind of camping you're doing. Yeah. So, because when you go to campgrounds, you have the ones that have water and electric right there on your campsite. You mm-hmm. have the back country where there's nothing, and you have to bring everything with you. Yeah. And then there's pretty much everything in the in between because some places just have electric, some places just yeah. have water or a bathhouse. Yeah. Or you can just go out in the woods and have nothing and have to get it out of the stream. Right. So yeah, it just depends on what kind of camping you want to go with. Mm-hmm. Or one of those things that you put in the tree, like in the Hunger Games, and the water just comes out of the tree. I guess. Anyway, so. No, because for some things you have to have um, something to filter out your water if you're going backpacking. Right. And that could be anywhere between a UV sanitation, mm-hmm. a little iodine, a or Brita chemical pitcher. Tablets. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to backpack with a Brita pitcher. There are things like that. They're called uh, LifeStraw makes one. I think Sawyer makes mm-hmm. one. And they you are have the water bottle with a filter. In and it. they have and they have filters that, in you that do lost get, and now you bought it a second I one. I did buy another one, but that's more like the Brita ones. These are like. Real bring out like ninety nine point nine percent of all things. And Brita's not ninety nine percent. I don't want any back. Well, it's a different kind of filter, I think. I don't know. I really have no idea. You I don't, don't do you. I, I trust the ones that say what they are. Uh huh. Because you trust what it says in the box. I do. I trust what it says in the box. Oh, good luck to you. <laughs> well, or you could just pack in the water on your back. Oh, that's and with true. What you need. Yeah. So, it just depends. It depends right. on how long you you're You carry all that water around with you. That'd you, be... you can carry around water with yeah, you. Yeah, I know you can, but... Well, it's heavy, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, you just put a little three-liter reservoir in there and go to town. Uh-huh. How long could you survive on three liters? Well, I think... I am curious. I'm I, asking you. I think it's just it's probably a day or two, okay. and then you'd have to refill it. With what? With stuff you found in nature. That's what I'm talking about. Well, then that's, that's, like, that's when you get one of those... If you just carried it with you, then... You know, you're starting to refill. It depends anyway. on where you're going hiking at. Uh huh. So, because so there might be a place that you just can stop on the trail to. Well, it depends. Fill on, up. It depends. Like if there's a filling station or something. There might be a filling station, mm-hmm. depending on if you're going to a town or not. Like the where we went camping this weekend, though, there is just one water thing right in the middle of the campground. Exactly. And a bathhouse kind of down the hill. You got day, you got day hikes and multiple day hikes mm-hmm. and six month long hikes, depending on what you're wanting to do. Yeah. But. We're talking about our camping trip this weekend. So we stayed in a tent uh, this weekend, and it's a big six-person, probably, tent. Much mm-hmm. bigger than what we needed it to be. We do have a two-person tent, but because Abby was coming, and because we were going to a campground, we wanted to make sure we had plenty of space. I just like to have room for my stuff. And well, when you're going like that, and weight's not... And you brought your weight, gold zero... Weight's not important. ...chargey box thing. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, okay. So, there was no electric and water on our side, even mm-hmm. though water was available at the campground. Yeah, there was a shared water spout thing right. on our side. And then we had the bathhouse separate, you know, some distance away that we had to walk to. Yeah. So, that's what, some, for some people, that's what camping is. And I, I really enjoy that kind of camping. It's, it makes it a lot easier. Right. The only devices I had with me was my phone and my Kindle. Yeah. That's it. It's crazy. I brought my Switch. Hashtag minimalist. And my phone. I brought my Nintendo Switch and my phone. Mm -hmm. And I played video games on that. And I read. And you read. Where the Crawdads Sing. Great book. Check it out. So, and then my brother-in-law brought the boat. Mm Because we went to Philpot Lake in, uh, I guess it's... Virginia. It's in Virginia. I don't know exactly where it's at. Virginia, I don't really know what the town is. People have Google. They can look it up. They can look it up. Sorry about Um, that. So, but it's near Stewart, I guess. I guess it's near Stewart. Ferrum, Ferry Stone. I don't know. Yeah, Ferry Stone is the park. Ferry yeah. Stone is the park. Anyway, so Phil Pot Dam, like whatever. What'd you call me? Yeah. Um, so we brought the boat, and this is what I was going to get interested in. This is what I was smiling at when we decided what the hopkins was. Mm. So, when I was really young, and by really young, I mean eighteen. Um, mm-hmm. coming into gay culture. I was introduced to the term water sports because me being the avid camper water summer things I like to do, uh-huh. I like to do water skiing and wakeboarding. 
So you went on the gay dating app. And I got on the gay dating app. No, 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 no. <laughs> this was on, uh, what, what was it? Is it men.com? What was the g- Oh, no. Adam for Adam. There was Adam for Adam. That was one of them. And I think it was okay, men.com. Cupid? I don't know. No, anyway... No, whatever. I think men.com is a fairly newer thing. No, I think it's a very older thing. I can't remember exactly which one it was. But there was a chat room that I would get on at 18. And I would go in and talk about how I liked water sports. <laughs> and if you know anything about gay culture, water sports no, well, and water can, sports. They can find out for themselves. You can go and look that up. Yeah. Just, it, it's an entirely separate thing when you say that you like water sports. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until probably an, at least a year. It totally took me a year. Because people were just like, what? Really? And I'm like, yeah, they're awesome. And then I explained to them what I liked. And they laughed. And they laughed at me. <laughs> I guess they LOL'd or whatever they you would do in a chat room. This is chat with like via text. This is like 2005. Yeah, this is 2005, mind you, by the way. So... Um, that was what made me smile when we talked about this topic because I, I do enjoy getting out on the boat. Because you were going gay dating up and saying, I like camp and water sports and they would think that you're a completely different person. Oh, yes. <laughs> but, anyway, um, I, I just thought that was a funny thing and you had to be really careful with what is appropriated for, what are those words called? I don't know. What do, what do you call things of that nature when you're describing, like, I guess, adjectives? But Water sports would be a noun. A noun? I don't know. <laughs> Is that what you're asking? I don't no, know what you're asking. I'm trying to think of what the terms are that, like, are one thing but really mean something else. I don't know. Ambiguous? I guess that would a be... A double entendre? I don't know. Anyway, that's. I, I think know. that's what happens with words. In our gay culture, and sometimes you have no idea what they really mean, and you better go and look them up before you make a fool of yourself. Well, because I mean, I guess for the longest time, everything in gay culture with you know LGBT groups had to be in kind of a code because you couldn't openly in public talk about these things because it was illegal to just be gay. Well, I guess it's so. True. You couldn't openly talk about these things and what water sports is or. You know, you couldn't say... But I guess that... There's the whole hanky code, and, like, there's different color handkerchiefs you put in your back pocket, depending on what kind of things you like sexually. Well, that I know. Well, I know, but I'm just saying... That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why there are so many words in gay culture that are just regular words that mean something else. I guess that's how it had to be. I guess so. And But it's really interesting, because I'm sure that they don't exist just in gay culture. They're in the sexual world... As right. it is anyway. And that's true. everyone enjoys something differently. Right. But. Well, I guess that's something that also, I mean, sexuality is talked about a lot more today and what people, things I'm, people like sexually. I'm so glad that Things that did. women like sexually, well, so that women can be sexually pleased. And it's not just like the man just. We're not going to get into the misogyny of the men. Well, I'm going there. But it's just like sex used to all be about the man getting off with his woman and who cares how she feels and. He can impregnate her. No, there was, there was an episode of Slut Ever where they were talking about how she was out looking for a happy ending when mm-hmm. she would go to a massage parlor. Oh, yeah. Because... She couldn't find one for women. She couldn't find one for women because you could go... Men could go to a massage parlor. Yeah. And they actually happened. I think if, if any of my China study abroad trip people went, we discovered places like this and we steered clear of them i'm yeah. sure but they exist and but they do exist in some cultures are just normal it was it's it was like do you want a happy ending a thing that is available to you it was but but not for women yeah as we found out on the episode of slut ever which is an yeah. awesome show by the way it's a man's world and we're just living in it right. smash the patriarchy um, Even on Father's Day. Well, we'll get to Father's true. Day. We're still going, we're leading up to the Father's Day event. No, we're not. Well, we might. Um, anyway, so back to camping. So, we're, anyway, because we didn't have electricity, mm-hmm. I brought my Goal Zero Yeti 3000, which was overkill for this trip. Yes, God. But I... It was I a, literally charged my phone. Yeah, it's a new toy for me, and I wanted to and use it's, it. And this thing is supposed to act as a backup generator for a house. Well, it, it can. Could. It can. It powers lots of things. Yeah. Um, and he was like, what else do you need charging? Like, he was just ready to go. And I handed him my phone cord. 
This was my this that is was it. this is my new purchase that I wanted to, to use for camping. It's used for lots of things. You can use it for tailgating, emergency outages. I mean, it's basically a very large battery. Yeah, very large. And that can take solar panels and yes. Anyway, go look I'll them up. I'll put a picture of it on the Twitter page. Or you could just go to goalzero.com because they have awesome stuff. And I love things of this nature. It's like going to REI. That's one place that gets a lot of my paycheck. Followed by Best Buy. Yeah. Um, anyway, so if you need cool camping stuff, go to REI because they also have a... Or they used to. They have a little one-year warranty on things. If you don't like it, take it back. Well, it's a co-op, too. It is a co-op. good things. You can become a member. They even, like, send you hiking boots when you're on the trail or whatever. Um, I mean, REI is just awesome. they're just... They really care about their clients and... and Yeah, I love REI. All their stuff's really accessible. Uh, And it's good quality. Well, yeah. I mean, mean, it's it's the name brands of everything out there. So, I do get a lot of my stuff from REI. I really enjoy the sleeping bags. I love my sleeping bag. And that, that is an REI. Because like, you can stick branded. your arms out or, and your, or feet. your legs out and you can get up and walk around in your sleeping bag. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Well, I, I mean, it's it looks like a person. It's not like a square sleeping bag. It's, it's like it's, a... It's, it's a mummy towel. It's, yes. It's, That's what it's called. It fits your body. Yeah. So it's not just like... Um, but they're really awesome. And... Anyway, so that's not the that's the, the, the air mattress thing that you have. Those are nice too. Yeah, the little blow up air mattress. Yes. Um, just go to REI. You can find lots of cool stuff on there. Even if you don't camp, you can find stuff for hiking, mm-hmm. for water. They have the rock, real water sports. Yeah, and they have Kavu bags, bicycling. Which I love, and I have too many Kavu bags. Anything you want to do outdoors, like six. And that's really what I like about REI. So even like when people do Black Friday shopping, REI closes so people can get outdoors. Yeah. I really like that. It's really cool. And I can't yeah. remember what their slogan is for that, but that's something I really like because I yeah. feel like Black Friday has really just turned into Thursday now, as yeah. everyone knows, which is which crazy. We used to go, when we lived in Nashville, we would go hiking on Thanksgiving We would go day hiking on Thanksgiving Day. Because it was usually, we both had to work on Wednesday and Friday surrounding Thanksgiving, so we would never be able to go home and see family. So we would go see family the weekend following, but on Thanksgiving Day, we would go hiking and then go eat at Cracker Barrel. Yes. <laughs> That well, was our Thanksgiving tradition. We did live next to the Appalachian Trail, so I did get on it quite a bit. It was fun. Um, now we're semi-close. We're more on the Blue Ridge Parkway, which does have a lot of um, hiking trails, too. There are several around here. I just haven't really got to it. Go out and enjoy them as much as I would like to right. thus far yet, because we're still... This is really the... This is the second summer we've moved back. Yeah, but, but everything the last, last year we was were still just, in the process it was of just moving cr- back, and it was just it was just craziness. madness and upheaval. So this week, this year, I think will be a little bit better, and we'll be able to get outdoors more for that. Yeah. But um, so there's a lot of opportunities when you go out and go to the, like campgrounds like this because they have swim like areas. You got your boat things. You can picnic or just sit at your campsite and read or whatever. And, of course, I enjoy sitting at my campsite and reading. Okay. Well, that is something that you rather enjoy doing. And it's a quiet area that you can do that with. It's fun. There's no distractions. Except for the birds that wake you up in the morning. Yeah. They're pretty annoying. Although, I didn't really mind the birds this time. I don't know. Like, I slept good this time, and I woke up with the birds, and it's kind of nice because you're outside, and... Sometimes nature is annoying, and other times it's okay. I mean, to me, like, it's annoying when, like... We're in our house, and there's birds outside. Oh, we have smashing into the window. We had a bird that was smashing into the but window. But when you're out, like in nature, you're in their house, That's and true. like it's just it's part of it. And so I don't mind it then. Well, I I mind it when it's six o'clock in the morning. Well, that thing was ridiculous, and there's something wrong with it. Yeah, it finally left, I guess. I guess. So, but it was like it was just smashing into the window over and over, over and over. We think it maybe was seeing its reflection, but it just like. It was like, I don't know, it, it was wasn't 6.30. like at the window. It was flying, no, flying into, into it repeatedly, yeah. like every five seconds. Yeah. Maybe not that quick, but Maybe not that it quick, was just it had to recover from over and over and over for like an hour every morning, like at 6.30 for like two weeks it did this. Yeah. I don't know. And then we put up aluminum foil and maybe that scared it away. I forgot who told me to do that. I don't know. I found it on the internet, I think. Oh, okay. I, think I was, was just trying to get into I think somebody at work told me, service. and I came home and said to do it, and you said you had researched that day, because we were both just at our wits end with it. But anyway, when we're in nature, and you're supposed to be hearing birds, right. I enjoy it. Yes. I don't mind waking up with the birds, although it was a little chilly this time. 
But the coldest I've ever been camping was when I went at Labor, no, not Labor Day. It was like, it was the end of September. Well, you always have to make sure that you look at the weather when you're going camping. Right. Unless you really want to, it to be... If you're going to camp for pleasure and you want to plan a trip. Now, if you're going out yeah. hiking, you just really can't do that. No, it well, was, it's going to be extended. It depends on how extended it is. Hiking trip, then you really, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, I mean, it, it would, but... Be prepared. That's all I can say is make bring backup yeah. for whatever you think you might need. Mm-hmm. If you're going backpacking, of course, you have to have, like, weight limit there because it's not fun lugging things that are unnecessary. Yeah, and also, if you think you're going to get your bicycle and get a little thing behind you that pulls okay. babies and you're going to put all your camping gear in it and pull it for 10 miles down a trail, you're wrong. Okay, no, this is what happened. So this was, what, Labor Day? Yeah, 2016. Of 2016. So the New River Trail runs about 50-some miles. I don't know exactly how long it is. You can look it up. Anyway, so in, in the halfway point, there is a campsite. Okay, hold on back just a little bit. So this is so the Labor, you know, Labor Day was on a Monday, and we were in that weekend. I guess it was Labor Day when you started. Was, it was Monday. That's fine. I and was I had to, This is when we lived in Nashville, and you took vacation that week. Yes. But I had to go back and work. Right. And we brought in our Durango. Yes. To haul all your camping crap and yes. your bicycle. Uh huh. And then I went and okay, so now now everyone's up to speed. So go ahead. Okay, this is a great idea in theory that I would take my bicycle. And a baby pull behind thing. And, and yes. Yeah. And put all your heavy camping stuff in it. And put my camping stuff in it. Ride it down the trail. For how far? It would have been 26 miles. Okay, because you were going to try to do the whole thing. Because I was going to try to do the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You are going to do, you are going to ride it half. Half, ride it halfway. And ride the other half. Camp. And then ride the other half the next day. Yeah. Because you could do that. So I took you all day. the way up to the beginning. Yep. Of it. Dropped yep. you off. Yep. Dropped mm-hmm. me off. I made it about what? Okay, so anyway. This two, five miles? I don't know. I think it was two miles because, A, I really hadn't, like, prepared physically for this. No, you had not. Two. Did you used to say I, A and then two? I yes, don't you know, did. Probably. You said A, I hadn't prepared physically. And two. <laughs> two. Uh, I think I overburdened myself, especially because it was dead weight, not because I. It was meant for a kid who probably weighed... Or a dog. Or a dog. Who probably weighed between 20 to 25 pounds. Uh-huh. It was a little kid carrier. Yeah. I probably took more than that because I was like, yeah, I got plenty of time. I mean, I got plenty of well, things. It didn't really matter. thinking about the weight I wasn't thinking it. about the weight of anything. thinking about how much it could hold like, right. physically, physically space-wise. So I think I overpacked. Anyway, so you, you came think? back and got me. Well, <laughs> hold on. I drove a good ways away. Like, I was... Probably, Probably 45 30. minutes away, 30, 45 minutes away from Probably me. I made it to Withful. Yeah, 30 minutes away. And uh, so you were like, you called me like, I can't do it. Come and get me and take me take me further up the trail. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I was like, I'm going to stop at Starbucks because this is ridiculous. I'm going to drive him back, get him. So then I stopped at Starbucks and then I left Starbucks and I wouldn't, couldn't get my window to roll back up because we're in our great Durango that's old. And It's from 2000. Yes. Yeah, so then I had to drive all the way back up the interstate to get you. Uh-huh. And I was angry. I yeah, was completely you were. angry. Yep. And because I probably, probably wouldn't have stopped uh-huh. had you not maybe turned around to come get you. Uh-huh. And, the, and the window was rolled down. He was, mad, he was mad that the window had messed up and it wouldn't roll back up. Because right. the motor had went out on it. Yes. Anyway, so you did. So I the, came all the way back and got you. You and got me. Drove you further up the trail. Yeah. And you rode like two miles. That's fine. To your no, campsite. No, hold on. And then the story continues. So I only got what I needed to camp for that night. I didn't bring all the rest of my stuff. I just got... You did unload some stuff. I unloaded a lot of the stuff and left it with you. Yeah. And then, so I camped Uh that night. And then my mother came... And then you had your mommy come pick you up the next morning. No, 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 that is not true. My mom came and got the camping stuff. Uh So the only thing that I was left with was my bicycle. Oh, okay, that's right. And then I biked for 26 miles for the rest of it. Yeah. So... Without the pull behind. Without the pull behind, because that was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was great in theory. And, and I did get to, just I, to round out the story, I did get to leave the Durango here with his parents, and they had it worked on that week, and I drove one of their cars back to Asheville to work. So I didn't have to drive, you know, three three hours with the window down, down the interstate, just so right, you know. Right. Well, it was raining and storm. It wasn't raining at the end. Yeah, it did, girl. It, it, did, rain, it did rain on yeah. him. Mm-hmm. It didn't rain on me. Mm-hmm. It rained on him. Anyway... I, I w- in the future, I'm going to try this trip again, being a little bit more conscientious 
about how I pack and where I pack and how it all fits and I may try to fit it onto the frame of a bicycle because I think I could do it. Well, I think you could easily, I mean, if it was one of those little small tent things. Right. Even... Oh, well, this time, I don't think it was a small tent last time. I think I just was overburdened yeah. with what I Well, they have a little trying. pop-up tents. They're like a little one-person tent. Yeah, so I know. My cousin had one one time. We're, we're going to, I think I'm... It's just like a little... I know what it just is. Just kind of throw it out and it... I don't, yeah, it's I'm, great. I'm, I know what it is. Yeah. So that was one of my our miss camping adventures. My, I would like to do like there is another one I would like to kayak to, and you can kayak with your camping stuff to their very primitive campground that mm-hmm. they've got on the other side. Oh, okay. I think that would be fun. Yeah. Because when you think about camping, really, there is like I said, there's all sorts of camping. You can go very luxurious into your you know, 30-foot uh-huh. RV camper with slide out. I want to go glamping at some point. What's glamping? It's fancy camping. How is that any different than going in an RV? No, there's pictures on Pinterest. Just look it up. Okay, well, I want to look this up because I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. You should explain it a little well, bit. Well, it's still like a tent, but it's like it's like a tent from the Great British Baking Show. Okay. That kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And you have like an air conditioner in there. Uh-huh. And like you have a bed. Uh-huh. And it's not just like being in a, a tent. That sounds like a lot of trouble packing and it is and loading. It is. And setting fun. Okay. I would just get in an RV. And you have wine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You can't do that in state parks. I'm completely making this up. Um, I don't know. Glamping just sounds fun. Okay. Sounds very fancy and maybe the word does. I very don't know. silly. And glamping that is at camp. Yes. Oh, sure. Talking about, like, camp from last week. I know what you're doing. Yeah, it's campy camping. Okay. 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 So. Um, I'm going on some of the, what this is. Okay. We can what, talk, we, what did you say? I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to start talking about <laughs> RVs. English? Because you still have, like, your different kinds. You have your class A, your class B. Um, I didn't know anything about that. I oh, thought they were all the same. No, they're all the same. Because <laughs> we have, like, the ones that are look like huge motor homes. Like uh-huh. the Winnebago things. Then you got the ones that are like conversion vans. Uh-huh. And people who have converted, which I would love to do, by the way. Yeah. Take a van and convert it into like a living space. Or just buy one that's already made like that. Well, there's... Like those Mercedes vans. Yeah, those things are $120,000. Well... So people... You lived in it all the time. I guess. But some people converted their own for a lot cheaper. Right. And, and more economically so. That's true. Um, which I would love to do, by the way. And then you got your like trail by like trailer get a ones. school bus and make a tiny house. Some people have done that too. Yeah. If you this is really interesting stuff, people. You just go and Google all of this stuff. It's like making your own tiny home. And yeah. Well, they did this in like that tiny home nation and tiny. I think it's called Tiny House Nation. Which whatever. the pastor that married us. Yes. Um, was featured on her and her wife were featured on. Tiny I think it was house season nation. four. I have no idea what season it was. She posted about it the other day. I think it was season four. It was a couple years ago, though. It was. Anyway, I guess it was Tiny House Nation. It was still cool. Because it's on DIY Network. Yeah, I would love... It's HGTV? HGTV. (laughs) Well, they have their own. They do. Well, they did. I don't know if the the popularity of Tiny Homes has increased or decreased. I really haven't paid much attention to HGTV lately. I haven't watched it in a while either. We used to watch HGTV all the time. Well, we had a house that we could actually do something to, and now we live in my grandmother's trailer, which there's nothing wrong with. Nope. But it's made us appreciate space. <laughs> space. That's why I said living in well, that tiny house would be. I know, hard. but it used to be like, oh, I could no, 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 no. Yeah, now you know that. Now you think that. But it used to, you'd be like, oh, I could live in a tiny house. I could get rid of all this stuff. And now it's like... I'm a lot more materialistic than I wish than I was. Than you thought that you were. No, that I wish that I was. Well, I know how much I am. Now you do. Yes. Um, I do like my things. Um, well, me too. I know. I mean, I'm not... I mean, everyone has their things. Yeah. Well, like for me. This is Okay, we're going to go with this. Because, see, I like to buy physical media. I'm not a very digital person, which I think would surprise most people. And the reason for that is... I still have my, you know, Nintendo Entertainment System, like the original Nintendo, yeah. and can play games on it yeah. and set that up. 
and yeah. it's you know thirty some years well, later. The thing is though, like, and in thirty years, you don't have no idea what Apple is going to do with their movies that you buy on iTunes. That's what I'm gonna say. Like, you don't, you're not really when you buy a digital movie or a digital album. Well, album's not correct because that's that is different. But when you buy a digital movie, um, or or buy an ebook, you're really just buying the rights to view or read those things. But they could eventually take it away, even if you bought it. Like, right. they, it could go away. Yeah, because they could. That's not. No, that's why I was going to say with music is not the same because when you buy a digital album, you can download the files to their computer, your computer, and they're yours. Except now, most people are doing subscription services with music, so it's now it's the same thing, and those albums could be taken away. Well, I mean, and everyone like, takes I mean, their own. And, and you could look at it as like having something now and using mm-hmm. it. But I'm always this person. Like I loved. I mean. The, like the software that we used to have that fit on CDs, like right. actually fit on the CD. Yeah. I still have Where on the World is Carmen San Diego right. from 1994. That if I could find a computer that would run 16 mm-hmm. bit operating system, I would still be able to play it. Yeah, just to finish my thought from earlier. Sorry. Um, yeah. I mean, you get mad at me for doing it. Um, but just to finish my thought from earlier, you know, Lady Gaga on her album Art Pop, she did a song with R. Kelly. Well, few months ago she decided that song is not going to be available anymore so it's not anywhere digitally and i don't know if they're printing any more cds or vinyl i don't know they're not doing any more vinyl albums anyway if you didn't buy it when it originally came out or you know then you can't get it now and that's just they can take things away for whatever reason publishers can take books away um they can take movies away and even if you bought it digitally so if we buy a physical copy of a movie we still have the discs. Right. As long as the Blu-ray so, player works. Yes. And or if you have a physical book, I mean, it's You can book. still buy a VCR at Goodwill. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm just... I mean, I think that's a little bit different thing. So, yeah. I'm... I don't know how we got off this tangent. And that's why I even like to camping, buy... But, well, you're talking about how materialistic and tiny homes. And, right. Um, but that's why I like to buy, like, vinyl albums. Because I thought, you know, even if the apocalypse happens, then I can still drag a needle across a record album. Well, that's what it. they... That's what they did in Walking Dead. That's what they did in Walking Dead. Yeah. I think they also did it on MASH, but that's probably the technology of the time. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, yeah, MASH, okay, they didn't have anything else. That well, was how they listened to I like listen. I like MASH. It was I mean, they had show. the radio. Talk about a camp show, but yes. Yeah. I love that show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, that's I'm just looking from a physical, from a digital standpoint that we have in yeah. our world. But it's helpful in a way to do those things it does if you produce, have a small space because right. you don't have... If you have all digital stuff, and if you have internet, assumingly, you can stream music and movies and read all the ebooks you want without having to have bookshelves and bookcases or places for movies and all those things. And as far as the waste goes, I can understand that as well. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of, you got your pros and cons to each one of these. Yeah. But, anyway, kind of going, and I think that's where you get from the right. camping. Well, like so. when I went camping this weekend, I had my Kindle, and I had, you know, hundreds of books on there, and I could just pick whichever one I wanted to And read. I had my Nintendo Switch, even though I did bring my little physical little game cartridges. Which we've bought some digital games, and some very, digital movies very only. But we only usually only get those if they're on sale. Right. I mean, that's usually how we end up with digital content. <laughs> it is. It's how As if it's on sale. Like, we... We're not going to pay, pay full price for it. We're going to pay full price for it. If it's $20 it's on iTunes, I can go $20 and buy it at Target and get the physical copy and a digital copy. Yeah. Because you can. Yeah. Um. Anyway, kind of back to camping. You say you can like kind of do your research based on the campers that you would like to have because there's all different kinds. And mm-hmm. I don't know what Tyler and I will end up with because I'm kind of researching the pros and cons of each yeah. one. I don't think we'll end up Well, with some days I'm like, oh, it'd home. be so much easier just to have a little pop-up camper. And some days I'm like, I want the biggest, fanciest one that's out there. Right. I mean, so it's just... Well, it and varies. it's the same thing with, like, because you got, like, back, when you go backpacking, you can go, like, backpacking. Or you can go, like, really ultra-light backpacking. Yeah. And taking only... Some people only take the tents with no poles and setting it up with twigs. Yeah. I mean, I've read some serious things. Just I love just go to all these people's blogs about outdoor life, and you never know what you're going to find. Mm-hmm. And I think that is something really interesting in that regard. Because yeah. I love people do document their experiences and kind of reading about them, getting some ideas for what I would like to do. Yeah. And thank y'all for doing that, by the way, because I would love to do that, but I never have time to blog. Yeah. Um. I don't really have a. I mean, I have a blog, but. Let's do some. I think my last blog was really whatever blog, happened before my post my writings and stuff to it. And my, so, anyway, um, 
I've talked about water sports. <laughs> and camp. And Inc. camp. And camp in. <laughs> and then just, oh. And all of this kind of led just close to Father's Day because, you know, I want to wish everyone, all those fathers out there, happy Father's Day. Um, and that and is, the mothers who are mothering by themselves. That's true. And, and the pretty much everybody that has children. Like, yes. Kudos to you. Kudos to y'all because it's a lot of hard work. So because we went with my nieces and families with they don't have fathers they are just mothers. Yeah. You know, for whatever reason because that's gonna be hard. Fathers that are fathers to dogs or cats. Podcasts. Yeah. I mean, you know, everyone is valid and appreciated and special. So take that. Okay. Um, well, that's kind of like I say, that's one of the reasons we went camping was because my dad does like to go camp. He does. Um, I enjoy it too. I mean, I enjoy being in the tent. I, I like think, setting it up. I think my dad just likes to sleep. So he just sets the RV up and then goes to bed. <laughs> he's away from work. He just, yeah, he's. That's yeah. what he likes to do. Yeah. Um, it's very relaxing because when you're out doing absolutely nothing, I guess. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what we haven't talked about? All the great food that comes with camping. We've got to bring this up. Because what oh, is camping yeah. without s'mores? Yeah, which we didn't have. Which we didn't have on a single one. We didn't have I did, fire. Well, that's true. I did have a s'mores frappuccino from Starbucks today. Mmm. I was, didn't like it. I really didn't like it. It was too much for me. But. Is it too sweet? It was too sweet. You should have got them to do less pumps. At the... I don't know. It was actually the more. And whatever. We'll talk about this later. Um. But we didn't have s'mores. So, what other wonderful food okay. comes with camping that we right. didn't have this weekend? So here, so here's my thing, and it depends on how you. Again, depending on what kind of camping you're doing, depends on what kind of food you have. Because growing up, my uncle, my aunt, you're gonna say that y'all had baked beans and macaroni and cheese all no, the time for every meal. No, I, that's which you did though. Well, that's what I had when I went with my parents. But and during the week, whatever. after school, every day. I love baked beans. Baked beans and macaroni that's and cheese. That's what I like to out eat. Out of a can, out of a box. That's what I like to eat. Okay. Anyway. Sometimes a broiled cheese sandwich. <laughs> Not even grilled cheese sandwich, but broiled cheese sandwiches. Hey, that's what you do. Anyway. No. So, one of the things that I like to do... Oh, and deviled eggs with the shell still in it. Okay, That I'm was done. one time. <laughs> I'm done. That was one time when my uh-huh. mother made them. Uh, and spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> which, which was offered to us this weekend. We said no. Camping. Um, no. We didn't say no. You did. And I was like, oh no, he loves spaghetti. Let's fix it. I don't like spaghetti. <laughs> and uh, soup. We had soup too. You love soup. Oh, too. People are not going to get the references to all these food things unless you tell them. But yeah, but you're, you're laughing. Though. I'm laughing. We'll go, you'll, soup. soup. Whatever. Soup. Okay. It was great with camping in the heat of the summer. <laughs> well... It depends on what kind of when you go camping. Your dad does love soup, though. My dad does like soup. I mean, he does, he loves it. You don't like it. I do not like soup. He flipped out your birthday that time. Let me tell my story about food. Uh-huh. I don't want soup. I don't want anything besides soup. It's my birthday. So I had to go to the McDonald's to get him something. Because so, he was, like, laid in the floor. And this is when he turned 26, we decided. So, anyway. Okay. I've, I'm now done. Okay. So, anyway. I'm done. Anyway. So when you go camping, you go camping, and you eat soup. <laughs> you don't eat soup. And you get angry. No, seriously, that's when, all it's available. When I was a kid, <laughs> and I was talking about like I was like probably eight, my, I would go camping with my aunt and uncle, and they like so my parents. Oh, did no, you didn't camping. say they were involved, and no. you probably had good food. And how do I? So there, there's multiple family camping trips with this, and you have to remember how my family works is some people are better at things than others. And they were expert campers, I would put it in, mm-hmm. that they they how were... so? Well, because they packed in totes, they were ready to go, mm-hmm. that everything was organized and everything kind of went together and you could find stuff. Mm-hmm. Unlike how it was with my family. But, um, one of the things that they would do is they would... On the on a on a fire on like an open pit fire, you know, with the little ring at the campground, mm-hmm. they would make like green peppers and onions, and you'd take ham and Velveeta cheese, and I put all of that on an Italian sub, and then throw it in the fire, and it would like melt it all and get really good and gooey and warm. Mm-hmm. And it was probably the most delicious meal I've ever had. It sounds good for camping. It is. I tried to 
make that this weekend, but it didn't happen because we didn't have a fire. We made it in the oven in the camper. We made it in the oven in the camper. Because, well, okay, it's, the reason we didn't make it fire is because, A, we had a three-year-old, mm-hmm. a, a six-year-old, and a nine-year-old with us. Uh-huh. Although, I might add, while you and your dad were making the food, the six-year-old and nine-year-old were with your mom on the playground, and the three-year-old was with me. Right. And y'all had no distractions, and you still just made it like you made it, but anyway. Well, that's all right. It would need to be quick, because when you have kids... It did be quick. When you, make, when you have kids, things have to be quick. Because yeah. they get hungry, and they don't tell you that they're hungry until they're crying, melting down, having tantrums. Yeah. At least that's how it works in my family. If y'all have, and I don't have kids, but these are my kids as much as they are anybody else's. Yeah. So, that's just how it works. Um, that's one meal I remember having as a kid camping, uh-huh. and I like to remake that when I can. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then... You had Spam this weekend. Is that oh, a I love, food? I love Spam. Gross. Spam is great. Although I'm not eating meat, so... Well. Um, but if I were, I would never, ever, ever eat Spam. Spam and Viney sausages. Both gross, and I've never had either No. One. Okay, so... And they ain't going to. Anyway, I like Viney sausages, because there's there's a story for everything that is why I like things, because I can actually remember... Why do you like macaroni and cheese? Because they give it to you every night. That's growing up. Yeah. And baked beans from a can. That's all right. Anyway... So, the Viney sausages come in. Because the what? Viney sausages. Viney no. sausages. I don't know what they're what's really the, called. What's the V word? Did you say Viney? <laughs> That's what I call them. Okay. I don't know what they're really called. I like them Viney sausages. I don't care. Yeah. That's what I've always called them, so that's what they should get stuck with. Anyway. I remember this girl my, I went to school with. My uncle owns... So, another uncle of mine, he has an apple orchard. I remember this girl I went to school with that okay. ate those every day for lunch when uh-huh. we were in elementary school. And, I think it's Vienna. Sausages. Yeah, it is. And I thought I'll it was biting. disgusting. Anyway. I was like, why would you put that in your mouth? Okay. Although this comes from the person who had peanut butter and jelly every day for lunch on a hamburger bun. <laughs> well, that's school lunches for you in the United States. No, they saw me coming. They're like, oh, get out the peanut butter and jelly. Because I was not going to, I didn't eat meat and I was not going to eat any of that other mess either. Well, it was mess. Anyway. The only time I didn't get peanut butter and jelly was when I got the cheesy bread. Cheesy breadsticks. Sometimes I'd have that. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm done. All right. I'm talking about Vienna sausages. Gross. Anyway, so my uncle owned apple orchard. I mean, have you seen those sausages? They're good. Anyway. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to them. Because that's that's gross. My uncle owned an apple orchard. And we would... I thought he still owns it. He still owns it. Oh, well, then you said owned. Well, well, now his kids kind of run it. So... He still owns it. That's fine. Whatever. Anyway, so we would go over there. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and pick vine sausages off the trees with the apples. Like, where's no, this we, going? we'd go and pick the apples, and then we'd pack the apples and, and then eat vine sausages. And then we would eat vine sausages. And that, because he had like this little, it was just right there with it was, fruit. It was his break room. You had apples and all kinds of good fruit. It's fine. It was and you they, ate vine they sausages. Were in, they were in his break room, and it's a good memory I have as a kid is going in there and eating them and having a little Kool Aid. Because that's what they got for me. Mm-hmm. Those little barrels. What are they called? Everyone, the little things in the barrel? The little, the little, the little Kool-Aid things in the barrels. Push the straw down. Well, you don't have a straw. Top. Yeah. I never had straws. I just drank them from the... Oh. Some of them. I guess some of them had straws. Smack the straw down through it. I don't remember them having straws. Oh. Anyway, it's some kind of Kool-Aid in a little barrel jug. Yeah, I must have got the cheap kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I course, remember that. These days, they'd be more environmentally friendly getting the ones without the straws. Because <laughs> the straws killing the turtles. Right. Is that a fucking straw? <laughs> That's a fucking straw. <laughs> if you haven't seen that, what is it? A TikTok video? It's, a TikTok. it's okay. my favorite one. Okay, it's pretty funny. Because he looks at the girl and she's got a straw. She's got her Starbucks drink and her straw and she just. <laughs> the camera's on her and she just smiles. And then he goes, Is that a fucking straw? And he just knocks it out of her hand. And she's like, What are you doing? Like, it was great. I loved it. It's it so it was funny. It's if so I can find it, I'll post the link to it in the description of this podcast. Okay. I'm trying to think of the other thing. So, but I'm trying to think of other like camp, like camp foods other than s'mores because s'mores, everybody knows. Yeah, and we didn't even have it. I know. Fire. It's all right. I think um, hot dogs, which we didn't even talk about. Oh, well, hold on. She roast them over the fire. Well, yes, but then we're going back to these s'mores things because everyone makes these s'mores with a graham cracker. Not everyone. A Hershey bar. No. Nope. And a marshmallow. And I, I think Tyler has the best thing ever. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one. Well, I've never heard of it 
until I met you. Well, that's true. What you do is you get the Keebler fudge stripe cookies and you put it between that because it's already a cookie and chocolate on it. I know. It saves you a step. It just saves you a step. You just put your marshmallow on top of it and eat it. I do love roasted marshmallows, though. I had just eat Oh, I like to get. I like to catch mine on fire and burn them, then eat the outside black parts. <laughs> now, I know. Now, hold on. This we're going back to the s'mores here because when I was a little kid, I hated them that way. And no, seriously, here's how it worked. Mm, so, now I can burn. Okay, so there's. I got a story about marshmallows too because I was always afraid of my aunt, and she might remember this story. I don't know, but she's actually been one of my biggest like gay supporters. Like even when she like she's gay. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, it's like so, a, I'm talking about Gail here. Like in, I know in Greece, don't be if you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter, <laughs> which is a jockstrap. I got it. So. Anyway, so no, so, so she had. a... I'm gonna go back to this story. So when I was probably like five, I don't know. Um, I would, we would go to her house, and she had marshmallows in her pantry, and I wanted to eat them. And I was afraid to ask them for her, because I thought she would say no. And I'm a, I was a t- terrified of rejection. Mm-hmm. And so, that was one of the first times I remember, like, having the talking to about it's okay to ask for things and not be afraid of the answer no. Because most of the time, the answer probably isn't going to be no, especially if it's over a bag of marshmallows. Yeah. Anyway, I know that I was traumatized by asking her, because this is the kind of person who, like... She kept her house, like, meticulously clean. And I was afraid of breaking stuff and anything to do. I mean, I was just very frightened. Anyway, so kind of back to the marshmallow things. When I was growing up, I used to, like, just barely like to make my marshmallows and kind of just get them a little gooey but never on fire. And now as I got older, I'm like Tyler, just burn them and, like, eat them black. And I think that's a really totally interesting thing. So if y'all like marshmallows, I'd love to hear about everyone how like has their marshmallows. And now they make even like the big giant marshmallows. And Sabby and Sabby's ever here distracting Tyler yet again. But have you seen <laughs> these things? They're like little huge, like not little huge, a little huge, a little huge. They're like oversized marshmallows just made, I guess, for camping. But we yeah, we really didn't get the hot dogs They either. are really big. Like, they're like the size of a soup can. Each. Each. I would, they're so good. Now we're... Sadby's coming over here to join the podcast. Um, my brother one time, we bought those huge ones and we were trying to um, roast some marshmallows at home. Uh-huh. We had the little birthday candle lighter thing. Yes. And we were to hold up to it, and it would never catch on fire because they were so big, and there was just this outer coating of like marshmallow powder that we could never get past. So, well, probably not that, I guess, fire. But you can turn your stove on. And <laughs> we have done roasted marshmallows. And hold the them stove. over the stove. We have done that. And they get roasted. Just don't drop them on there because it might cause fire. Um, it will. So, it will. just don't do that. Yeah. Um, just be very careful when you roast <laughs> marshmallows mm-hmm. over a. Stove. Yeah. Um, well, hot dogs is another thing. But we did have hot dogs, but we didn't roast them over a fire. Sabby has joined us, even though she will never know, because Sabby is a really quiet dog, except mm-hmm. when she starts grunting because she wants food. As she perks her ears up because I said the F word. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, if you have a favorite camping food, I would love to hear about it, especially the recipe. I'm trying to think of other camping food. I mean, pretty much, I mean, the hot dogs and... Like s'mores. Grilling out stuff is what you usually do. Yeah. I don't know. But if y'all have a favorite... Well, because well, like, when you go backpacking, you always just... When you're doing backpacking, your food options are a lot more limited. Mm-hmm. I would think... Depend, well, you have to be smart about it. Mm-hmm. Because you can always bring in like dry stuff and you have your water and you can use your jet boil or whatever kind of version you have if you have a... Um, whatever kind of cooking pot that y'all use. Um... To make your food or just use trail mix and snacks and kind of eat and walk as you go backpacking or base camping or however you want to do it. Um, like I say, camping is just, there's such a wide variety of camping and I think that's why I like it. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways to there's do it. There's just so many different ways to do it. Yeah. You can go all in and be very expensive or, mm-hmm. you know, get a backpack, like stuff clothes, just like and just the go hiking. simplicity of it. You know, once you get there and you get everything set up and... Figure out which poles go where on the tent, you know. That did take us a while. So, because we had, it's been about a few years since we set this particular tent yeah. up. Yeah. Well, and see, I always forget that there are five poles 
for like there are ten. five different ones, and I always think there's only four. Right. And one so then the I was trying line. to count the sections on it, and like we had one pole that was eight sections long, and two that were eleven, and one that was thirteen. And I was like, "What in the world's happening here?" But the one that was thirteen ended to be an eight and a five. Yeah, because so. they were mixed together, and he didn't realize it. No, no, I did not. Anyway, it worked out, and we got the tents. Well, I'm just talking about like the. The technology that is involved with camping. Again, I'm going back to the Gold Zero products here I've got. Because, like, when we would go camping, you know, batteries were, like, the D-cell batteries. That's what you had. That's pretty much it. Unless you were running off, like, propane lanterns. Yeah. And now it's kind of like you have a flashlight on your phone. Right. And it's just... And anything else you and need. anything else you need. I mean, it's just like the technology that you have just is so different... Yeah, flashlights. Your family is obsessed with flashlights. Well, like, who's not obsessed with like, flashlights? Well, y'all have a hundred of them. I'm sure we do. I can't my walk dad through anybody's house without stepping on 20 flashlights. My dad keeps losing and them. And now y'all do have them on our phones. Yes. I don't know. I just think that's a fascinating thing. Anyway, we're going 50 minutes about talking about camping. But if you have any interesting... We could do more. We might do another episode Maybe not. If you have any cool stories, I, we'd love to hear them. Give us some feedback. Mm-hmm. Find us uh, about camping or water sports. <laughs> like kneeboarding like and, water skiing and water skiing and boating. Or swimming or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, anyway, you can find us on Instagram at Richard plus Tyler. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Because and Twitter at Gay Culture Pod. Oh, and, and Twitter at Gay Culture Pod. Because I can never remember that one. Right. And our website is gaycultures.com. Yeah. And which is just a feed of this podcast. Which is okay. Right at this point. We'll make it more eventually, but you can find us on iTunes. And you can find us all over the place, girl. Spotify. Uh-huh. And pretty much anywhere you find Anywhere podcasts. you find podcasts. Pretty much at this point. I think it is anywhere. Like Stitcher and all the other <laughs> ones. I mean, Google Podcasts. Well, all yeah. All of them. Just find us everywhere. Just look for And if you're on some, well... I was going to say, if you're on some service that does not have our show, let us know. But if you're listening to this, <laughs> you're probably on a service that probably on one where you can't hear us. So. It's all right. We'll see y'all next week. Wait, next week. Yeah, we're going to be talking about, well, maybe. It might be a little bit delayed because yeah, we'll be in Disney. Delayed, but we'll, but be we're going to talk about Disney Part 2. We'll have our Disney Part 2 follow-up. Anyway, Sebby's so. being over here being all cute and all, so we're going to go. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you.